Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hey, thank you for downloading today's podcast. Uh, we might jump to it pretty quickly because there is a lot to get through in today's podcast. Yeah, we spoke to Trey, who is a prisoner in Texas, mm. and we spoke to him about his love interest back here in Brisbane. Well, There's a lot of questions. They're, they're actually in well, they a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I've got so many more questions as well, but mm. I do want to speak to a lawyer to see if it actually is possible or whether it's been done. Mm. I guess there's always a possibility that he can transfer here to Australia. Um, but yeah, I'd like to know how people have how done it. Works. it. That's what they're going for. He wants to move here, do the rest of his prison sentence in Australia so mm. they can be together. It would cost a lot. Yeah, well, you think it's not just his. They're not going to say, hey, do you promise not to escape because they'll have to send a police officer with him on the plane. Yes, mm. yep. And then you've got the a prison Uber, transfer. Uber from the prison to the airport. No, but I meant but <laughs> a I, beer no. at the airport, <laughs> bacon and egg muffin. He ain't doing that. Expensive. But I meant to tax. They don't want taxpayers to have to pay for an, no. a, a person who's not an Australian citizen and didn't commit a crime here in Australia. Yeah. So will they have to pay for his duration of stay here? Yeah. Mm. What would he watch on the plane? Do you reckon? Okay, would that's they not, prison when break they, when they? <laughs> Do transfer because yeah. you see, like even that guy who just got extradited from far north Queensland mm. um, down they to Melbourne. On the plane. Yeah, they're handcuffed they, on the plane. Yeah, and it, I saw they had him in the middle mm. and then they had two detectives either side. You know, one got the window plane, Con one got, got the other side. Yeah, watched Con Air. But I wonder if that guy watched a television show to pass the time because that's well, a yeah, long Yeah, you're allowed flight. to still do it. He'd still go to the toilet. He'd still have mm. to do... Yeah, yeah, but, but as long as he downloaded the Virgin app before takeoff, he'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, some of them have. Uh, did Virgin have any of the screens, or is that only Qantas, Qantas. that has screen in there? I, I, I doubt whether he would be allowed to watch any in-flight entertainment. He would be allowed to watch in-flight entertainment. He's I don't, a criminal. What, no, but he still has the same rights. He still do. Yeah, it's a long flight. To but not. you definitely are. They're not like oh, just so you can watch over our screen. No, no, no they, you still have the same rights. And then no, he doesn't. If he, had yeah. any, if he had rights, he wouldn't be handcuffed in the chair. No, I know, he can't but get you up can't and walk say... up and down. They're not going to show him the cockpit. Like, they're not going to uh, say, no. yeah, you're about to spend a life in prison. No, but, but you I know, think it's stupid saying that he can't watch. It was, a, it was a question. Mm. I, you're definitely able to have a meal, the same as everyone else, and watch the TV. You know what I no. reckon happened? Was the detective yeah. had a screen and he watched it and anyway. they split their headphones. <laughs> so one had one headphone each. And so... For that very short period of time, there would have been like the wall would have dropped and they wouldn't have thought, oh, he's a prisoner because they would have been laughing like along, chatting along to whatever they were watching. I just think it would be interesting if it was an exchange program. That, that would really blow my mind if they had to go around to Australian prisons and say, is there anyone that wants to go to Texas? I reckon I would if what? I didn't have any family here. Why would you go to Texas then? Well, the prison, it's like it's private over there, isn't it? Are our still government Some, funded yeah. and yeah. there's a private? It'd be different. I think that'd be harder over there. Well, Maddie, it was a strange choice to come to Texas, but we've reevaluated your case and you will get the death penalty. <laughs> did not do your research. No, I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. No, but I think, um, I reckon they definitely watched something on that plane. Well, and what do you reckon he ate? Who, the guy that was coming down? Yeah, so, the guy, like the guy who came from North Queensland to Victoria. Mm. Whatever they served on the plane. Yeah. I guess it's, I guess what you're saying, it's up to the police officers in charge. Mm. They're his minders. So mm. if they choose, you're not watching TV. He would get a meal, but he's not watching anything on the TV. I reckon he did. Isn't it stupid though? If he gets a meal and he's in first class, oh, we'll give you knife and fork. Mm. Like I've always thought that's stupid. Like no knives and forks because that's dangerous. You get the paper ones, but oh, if you're, if you're in the... If you're paid for first class, you're not going to do anything. Here's a real fork. I didn't know they got cutlery in first class. Yeah, they do. Never been there. I have. Mm. There you go. I got upgraded once. Mm -hmm. Who did you know? I I got upgraded when I was doing the weather for Channel Nine, and it was completely and utterly disappointment disappointing because you would know that when you get there, you're allowed to what drink? Yeah, um, yeah, unlimited alcohol. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was pregnant. Oh. And I just felt like a little bit like, now, really? <laughs> you now just you've done it? Asked for it, but then gone and tipped it down the toilet. <laughs> just, just for so the you sake got your of money it. Worth, yeah. money's worth. Uh, the I food got... was good, though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And you get like a, a hot towel. Mm, I love a hot towel. Hot towel. And then we got, um, yeah, like they give like champagne while I got the orange juice. Mm. And it's, you know, when everyone else has to pack up, that's when they serve. 
Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And it was like, oh, here you go. And I felt like going, but everyone else has just been told to make sure that they're ready for takeoff and we're drinking with our trays down. I think like, yeah, right. you're, really? you're not everyone else. Mm. I flew first class only on a um I've only done between. overseas. I've never, done, no, I've never done overseas. overseas yeah. I'm mm. the same domestically. And it was because I was going for a job interview mm. and it was so last minute that that was the only seat left on the plane. Yeah, right. Was that when you went for this job? No, 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 no. That was the job before this. Yeah. And they flew me to Melbourne to go and meet with them. And it was funny because I got the ticket came through and I was like, wow, flying business. That's pretty cool. And I'd never flown business before. Mm. And I got a follow-up email from uh, the boss who I was going to meet because it was just someone um, else in the company who sent it to me to just make sure that I knew that that was not the norm. Like, he was like, just a heads up. I just want you to know. It doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, yeah, Like, don't let this business class flight be a decision in (laughs) taking said job because (laughs) because this is just just a lucky thing for you. You I do like it. You will not be flying like this all the time. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. My mum flew back business when she came back from Scotland. I know, and you were headless because yeah. it was from the, the inheritance. inheritance. But that was her mm. inheritance. Yeah. And yeah. you sent your, you spent yours on strippers. Mm-hmm. Again, you've got to use the right term, future lawyers. <laughs> so why are you annoyed that she went first class? Because I have... Do you know what? Can we follow up with them and check if any of them are in law school now? They are. I'm in contact with them. <laughs> Processing my case as we speak. <laughs> How much did you spend? Not all. I only got five grand. How much of the <laughs> five grand went to lawyers? <laughs> uh, I don't remember, but it, most of it went on debauchery. How old were you? That was a few was years like, ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. I was working with him. Mm. Oh, he was in a bit of a self destruction. I, I shared some with you. The, what? Some of the lawyers? Some of the strippers. Of the money. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't share any with me. No, I know. Wow. That's what she would have wanted. No, you kept saying that. That's ridiculous. Never met she her. probably would have spent. Was she a lawyer too? <laughs> no, but she was in a party animal. She was. <laughs> 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 I don't know what she did before. The <laughs> <war>. <laughs> was she a lawyer too? No, a stripper. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go, guys. Let's get into the podcast. Three answers for tomorrow's Alpha Bucks in the middle of the podcast. Here we go. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Who would decide to get involved with a prisoner? Person who is attracted to people who have committed crimes. Women who fall in love with people in prison. Yesterday we were talking about pen pals with prisoners and we got a call from an anonymous listener here saying that she has fallen in love with a U.S. Mm. We've been talking for over a year now. He is in on a 45-year sentence. He has served 13 of them years. But we've just completed the first step of getting him transferred to Australia to finish his time and then be out with me. And the reason for the transfer, do you write that it's because of you? Yes, he has no support over there. You know, me and him have built this great relationship. So you've never met him face-to-face, just video Video, chat? Video chats, yeah. Wow. very fascinating. Isn't it? Yeah, we were asking because there's so many questions when you hear that. Yeah. Um, I mean, what did he do to get in jail as well? I mean, that's a big concern. 45 years is a long time. It's a long time. And we did ask, what does her family think about it as mm-hmm. well? My family know that I'm in contact with him. Mm-hmm. They don't know the process that we're trying to get him over here, which is why I want to stay anonymous. Yeah. Right, fair enough. Yeah. So I just kind of want him. Mm-hmm. They don't know the process that we're trying to get him over here, which is why I want to stay anonymous. Right, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So I just kind of want to be like, oh, look who's here mm-hmm. when he's out. I don't think that's going to go down. Be eligible to get out for some time. Well, we, we are going to track down a lawyer to talk about this more too because she was also saying yesterday, which I, I didn't realise if it's true. Yeah. So he's gotten 45 years for robberies in the States. If he does get transferred to Australia, a judge or someone looks over his case in Australia mm. and then they re-sentence him based on Australian law. So it will actually also possibly yeah, be shorten his sentence. But he needs to prove that he's got community ties here. Like, you can't you can't just say, hey, I want to go somewhere else. I've, no. I've got my pen pal who I've got I want my to be pen pal. I just, to, you know, yeah. this jail's nice and all, but have you seen the one overseas? I think I might go there. <laughs> but, yeah, there's so many questions, <sighs> and we do have the opportunity to, to chat to him because yeah. he gets a, a certain amount of calls allowed per day. So we're going to speak with him after 8, and this is... This is how real it is. We have to speak to him before a certain time mm. because he has his count 
that he has to get to. I thought they would have had their count and then allowed calls. Well, I think. Or they, is that night count? Well, count, night count. Count is any time my mates worked in a prison. Okay. Any time they move to a new section, they recount. Got to count them, okay. and they can have surprise counts as well any time of the day. So it's not like because otherwise you would know when to do your bad stuff. That's a good point. Were. We're going to count everyone in twenty minutes. Make sure you're <laughs> present. Yeah, yeah. You start it's, it's, coming it's back true, out yeah. of the tunnel. Yeah. Well, we have a lot yeah. of questions, but no, I just want to know. I, I guess you just want to. Like, What's your, in, as a as a if she was your best friend? Yeah. Oh. What would the <laughs> What is the one thing you want to grill this man? Well, about? I would want to know for her, like, why him? Mm-hmm. Out of all these people all over the world, why have you chose him? Is it that you want to save him, and has he picked you? Because he wants to be saved. Like, I, I still want to make sure that he's not writing to other women. Yeah. I can't you get know, my dad filter off this thing, to be honest with you. And what's just, your dad filter saying? Well, you Run? would say that, you know, <sighs> I, I, I do think that they're genuinely in love. Uh-huh. But I wonder if the situation has accelerated that love or made them more in love. Because of the prison thing. Because mm, of the prison yeah. thing. They haven't had the opportunity to meet face-to-face. And don't get me wrong, look, people do long distance. My friend did a long distance for three years, right? Mm-hmm. They're happily married now with kids. But they still had to see how it went, mm. you know, when they met each Whether other together. for the first time, as opposed to saying, hey, come here and live with my family. And there can be that thing of, I think probably you've all been in that situation where you have that sort of a relationship with someone where it's sort of basically, you flirt all the time. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, I don't know, do you, sir? There's, there's a chemistry there, but when it goes over to the other end, you realise there actually wasn't anything except for that. And I, and I think you, know, you do flirtation. have to take a step back where, like, no doubt we're going to speak to him, he's going to be remorseful. Yeah. But he's in there for 45 years. Yeah. So we do have to take into consideration there are victims of his crime that yeah. are never going to get over what he might have done, whether mm-hmm. it is a... a, a you know, a hold up because yeah. that affects people severely. Yeah. Yeah. So there are victims of his crime. And although he might be remorseful, a judge still felt like he needed 45 years. That, that also, he, that being said, jail is a place for rehabilitation. Uh-huh, in theory. 100%. No, 100%. Yeah. And that's what it should be. Yeah. yeah. But there's a lot of people to consider in this mm. so-called love story. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Who would decide to get involved with a prisoner? Person who is attracted to people who have committed crimes. Women who fall in love with people in prison. If you heard this yesterday, I know that you have so many questions. And if you didn't, we got a call from a lovely Brisbane girl who has fallen in love with a US prisoner over in Texas. And they're in the process of getting him transferred to an Australian prison, so I guess I can continue their relationship and hopefully get a shortened sentence. It all started with a letter. They yeah, we were talking about pals. being pen pals yeah. with prisoners. Uh, and we spoke to him before the show today, and we're going to pick up where he explains how the relationship all started. Trey, tell us, when did you receive your very first letter from your, your now girlfriend? I received my first letter February 23rd of last year. Of last year, okay. And what was it about, because no doubt you're getting letters from women all over the world, mm-hmm. what was it about this <laughs> letter that made you go, oh, she's different? It was her interest. Uh, she was actually just wanted to know, like, what it is that we go through over here, and she wanted to compare it to how things are ran over there. Right. And... That's what she wanted to know. I wanted to find out well, how, how are things different over there. So it just my, piqued my curiosity. Yeah, right. And now you've been corresponding with her for so long, formed a relationship with her, and now you're in the process of being transferred to come out to an Australian prison. Yes, yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, right now I'm just waiting to uh, hear back. Is it her that you want to move here for, Trey? Because a lot of people listening to this will go... It does. It are his intentions real that he wants to be transferred to move and live with her, or is it that he wants to move to an Australian jail and possibly have a reduced sentence? Well, to those people, I can understand their skepticism, but uh, this isn't something that I came up with. You know, and this is something that that she presented to me, and when she brought it to me, uh, at first I was like, no, but then I thought about. It, I'm like, I mean, she is. I mean, I love her. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm in love with her. So, I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah. 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 You know? yeah. What why a, what, not? So, I mean, you know all about her story as well, though. Like, it's a big responsibility to move in together, and she's got kids as well. Have you thought about that responsibility? Oh, most definitely. I was definitely. 
I look forward to that. Okay. Yeah. I love kids. Uh, I, unfortunately, I don't have any, but all my nieces and nephews, I just, that's not an issue whatsoever. Yeah. Let's talk about, Trey, um, how you landed yourself um, there in prison, and I imagine you've been quite open about mm-hmm. this with your partner. So how old are you right now? I'm 40 years old right now. So 13 years ago you were convicted and you're, mm-hmm. you're staring down a 45-year sentence. Can you take us through the your life and the crimes mm-hmm. that you committed that got you in the situation you're in now? I was just going through a, I was going through an extremely wild period, you know. Um, when I was 29, I had a heart attack. I wasn't eating extra healthy, but I was eating healthy. You know, I, was, I, was in, I was in great shape just to try to have a heart attack. And then after that, it was like, well, if I can live right and still die at the drop of a dime, I was just going to do whatever the heck I want to do. And I just started doing a whole bunch of stupid stuff. As far as this, this crime right here, you know, I... And I went in there with the full intention of just going in, grabbing some rings, and just getting out. But unfortunately, the the, the, the clerk wasn't as cooperative as I hoped she'd be. <laughs> and she freaked out and, like, attacked me, which tripped me out. Because I'm the one holding the gun. And she was, like, just running after me. And I, I didn't go in there with the intent of trying to hurt nobody. That, that's... So, so you you know. went in um, to commit a robbery. You you had a gun, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you thought it was going to be as simple as they would freak out, hand you the money. But what happened was she chased you. There was an altercation. Yeah. Did that girl get shot? No. Uh. Uh-uh. No. 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 Okay. No. Nobody was shot. No. No. Nothing. Nothing that drastic. Heck no. Right. But um, even when I would do the fact that I, I even pushed her off of me, it enhance everything that that, that, that that transpired before that, you know? Yeah, so, okay. Well, at, at first they were trying to give me 65 and then they dropped down to 45. So right. it was like... So. But it was, so, the, it was the physicality with the girl that made it more than just a robbery that made the sentence so large. Yes, yes. To receive 45 years, though, although there was an altercation, that wasn't your first robbery? Unfortunately, no. Okay. That was just the first one I got caught. Right, okay, so that's why I'm trying to work out 45 years is a long time. Uh, so I was yeah. just trying to work out why the lengthy sentence, if it was a, a first-time offence, doesn't make it any different. Your girlfriend was saying how remorseful you are. What's happened in the 13 years that you've been in jail? I mean, time and just growing up, you know, um, it's kind of hard to be to consider yourself a man and be thinking like a kid, you know? So I realized that I actually just had time just to sit down and think and really evaluate everything that I was doing and BS reasons why I was doing it and and just I just didn't want to live that life no more. I mean, it's just it's tiresome. What do you love about her specifically? <laughs> Man, uh, she is a handful and a half. <laughs> um, to be honest, what locked me in with her was the fact that we can hold a conversation. We can sit there and talk about whatever. The conversation doesn't lack. It doesn't go boring. And so I fell in love with her personality. Mm. Well, conversation first, then, then personality. Well, you're obviously attracted to her as well. I mean, you've had video conversations. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. She's beautiful. Man, I, 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 just, I can't say the things that run through my mind because we don't do on radio. But I'm just saying that... <laughs> In 13 years, mate, we, we understand. We know we what's get going it. on we in that mind there, Trey. Don't you worry. And now you're in the process of being transferred. We've chatted to her. She said it's got lawyers involved. How likely is it that you will eventually make the trek down to Australia? Is it looking like it will happen? It's looking extremely promising. I'll say that. It's looking, it's looking promising. You know, nothing in this world is guaranteed but death and taxes. But it's looking very promising right now. And... Another reason why I love her so much is that she just gives me hope that I can be the man that I want to be. So you had a 45-year sentence. You've done 13, mm-hmm. so you've got 32 years left. If you come to Australia, uh, your girlfriend was mm-hmm. telling us that, that your sentence might get lowered here in Australia. Is that true? That's what she says. Um, she's the one who did all, all the research in, into that. 
Um, but I'll take her word for it. She, uh, she said that like, the most that I could, I would probably get, she said 25 or something like that. What's your dream if you were going to get transferred to Australia and you get out? What's your dream that you want to do? To build her the house that she wants. We talked about that. And I would love to build her, build her the house that she wants. To be a positive father figure in those little girls' lives, man, that, that would be awesome. And just to, I've never seriously done, done the whole love thing, and so this is all brand new to me. I just want to experience it with her, and she's the only one I want to experience it with. So there's no other letters you're getting from any other girls around the world now? Nah, I cut all that off. Mm. He shreds them. They turn up. I just, want, you know, I, I just feel up. like, Trey, there is, you know, there are women that have a fascination um, and, you know, an, an interest in men that are in prison and want to be able to change them. So no doubt that you would have got letters like that. Yeah, I mean, and, and you can tell those type of letters. I'm not trying to be somebody's fascination, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, 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 it's fun when I ain't got nothing else to do and I'm just, we are on the air right now with a man named Trey. He is the lover inside a Texan prison um, of one of our listeners of the show. Mm-hmm. They met through um, a pen pal system. As you can hear, because he's in a prison, he's on one of the pay phones mm. uh, at the time. So um, you're listening carefully. When we come back, we hear his message to the father of this woman. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Who would decide to get involved with a prisoner? Person who is attracted to people who have committed crimes. Women who fall in love with people in prison. We were talking on the show yesterday about pen pals with prisoners, mm. and we got a call from a, a girl here in Brisbane saying that she started a relationship with a US prisoner, and we were like, wow, okay, mm. want to get him transferred over here to Australia. And we said, can we speak to Trey? So we spoke to him earlier on uh, this morning before the show. And this is part two, talking about financially how it's all happening. We were told as well by your girlfriend that, um, you know, you're working in prison and making money and, and sending money back to her to help support her and her family, which is, you know, mm. what most men would, would do, you know, if they're in a Admirable. serious relationship. Mm. Um, how yeah. does your family back in the States feel about the whole situation? The one person that I'm the closest to over here, who I tell everything, is my older sister. At first, she was one of the skeptical people that we were talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah. Once I told her that I was in love with this woman, like she did a complete 180 and she just jumped right on board. I, so I, I guess she saw, the, she saw that I was serious. Mm. And one thing she's, she's always done is supported me in, in my endeavors, especially my positive endeavors. And while she doesn't want, doesn't necessarily want me to go halfway around the world, but she would rather me be halfway around the world and happy than right down the street and miserable. Fair enough. You know? So, I mean, she she's on board. The rest of them, uh, they're just going to run with whatever I do. This might be a very uh, movie-sounding question as well. You, you know, like, <laughs> when you're in prison, it's a different world to the outside world. And I know that, like, you can get out earlier, you can get more time if you have bad behaviour in prison. How hard yeah. is it to stay out of trouble? I'm not going to say every day is a fight, but I will say every other day is a fight. Too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once you're in here for... A good amount of time. If you actually pay attention to what's going on, you can pretty much predict like what's going to happen, or who's going to start, who's going to start a fight, or if there's the energy of a riot mm. going around or, or anything like that. So, due to the fact that I'm not that I don't run with any of the gangs or anything like that, it makes my my life a whole lot easier. Mm. Do any of the um, other inmates know that you're in the process of trying to get to an Australian prison? Uh, no, only my. Uh, only my everyday dude, uh, my, my boy Rap, he he, he knows mm. what's going on because he's uh, he was my confidant when I was tr- when I was trying to decide whether or not to actually run through mm. go through with it. I mean, his his two questions were this. I mean, he said, "Do you really love her?" I said, "Yeah, I really love her." He said, "All right, is there something wrong with getting out earlier?" I said, "No, there's nothing wrong with getting out earlier." <laughs> he said, he said, he said well, "Why are you still here then?" Yeah. Like, true. Trey, it must be hard because you're in there and you've got limited resources. 
No doubt it's very costly to organise the transfer. I'm going to presume that no one pays for the flight but yourselves and all the legal fees yeah. as well. Uh, you know, Australian government, the US government, no one's going to cover that. No. How <laughs> is it, I guess, leaning on your girlfriend to be able to cover that all financially when you actually haven't even met her in person? Ah, oh, man. Uh, actually, that's, that's one of the hardest parts. I hate the fact that I can't contribute more. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I contribute everything that I can, but the fact that I know that she has that she has to contribute anything, man, I, I, I can't stand that. Mm. Because I was, I was raised in a household where if where the man takes care of the family. The, the, the man takes care of his wife. I mean, if she wants to work, she can. If she doesn't want to, that's cool too. But make sure you take care of the family. So it's hard for me to accept, and, and she'll tell you, it's hard for me to accept anything from her financially or if she just wants to just buy me commentary. Now, she lives here in Brisbane, and no doubt she's listening right now, uh, and she's heard, you know, from your mouth many times um, your intentions and how good they are. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. assuming you haven't spoken to any of her family members yet? No, I haven't. Uh-uh. They very it's, well uh, could be listening right now, and they would yeah, know ab about you. If they are, mm -hmm. what what are the words that you would like them to hear to know that your intentions are, are good? Well, I guess I would say that just don't believe the hype and don't believe the movies. I'm real, you know. I, I'm... I'm I don't believe in playing games. I don't believe, especially with somebody's life. I, 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 that, that's not me. And I don't expect them to believe every word that comes out of my mouth. I just ask for the opportunity to prove that everything I'm saying is true. Mm. That's it. Just, just an opportunity, just a, a, a chance. Mm. You don't have to welcome me with open arms, but at least open the door. And I'll make you love me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Trey, we appreciate your your time this morning. Um, as I'm sure you would be aware, there are, there are a lot of people who listen to our show who were excited to hear the story and they love the love story. There are also skeptics as well, and we've seen the comments. Um, mm -hmm. But we're all about just hearing people's experience and sharing other people's stories. So we appreciate that you've come on and told us yours this morning. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for having me. And, uh, I hope the skeptics uh, stop being skeptical. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you, Trey. Trey. Good Thank luck. You. And when you become a Netflix series, we should be in it. Most <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, definitely. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Thanks, man. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey, Alpha Box, it's worth $10,000. Tomorrow we play 8 a.m. We're going to give you three answers right now. Chicken. And uh, another answer is chess. Mm-hmm. And another answer is cupboard. There you go. Three answers for tomorrow. Alpha Bucks here at B105. Name something you can come out of. What is the question? Name an article of furniture. Okay, yep. Could be something you come in if you want. Come out of could have been a very good bad answer, couldn't it? <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alrighty then. The state will self-destruct in five seconds. The force is with you, young Skywalker. Woo! Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. All right, it's movie time, movie game time. With I, Mr. Movie Man. You love your movies. You love my movies. I am a movie buff. Uh, all you got to do, you've got two people, 13, 10, 60. We've got Josh and Kelly playing this morning. Good morning, guys. Morning. Morning, Kelly. Hello. Hello. How you going? Now, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock for both of you. I'm going to try and get you to guess what movies I'm talking about by describing them like charades, much like he charades. He hasn't seen these movies. He's going to flip them over. Yeah. Um, so should we go Josh first? Yep. Yeah. Whoever gets the most in the 30 seconds, you're going to win big today. Oh, uh, what do they win? Nice one for date night. $140 voucher. It's got a Lobster & Co. Lobster & Co. The most decadent pop-up dining experience of the summer. Nothing like a first date where you have to wear a bib. All right. Josh, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock. Are you ready to go? Ready. Okay, here we go. Movie number one. Uh, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Uh, Fighting Nemo? That's the one. Uh, oh, uh, uh, set in high school and uh, it's about horrible ladies. 
Ah, uh, Mingo. Oh, well done. Um, they're all blue. They're all blue, and their um, world's been taken over by humans. Uh, fuck. Okay. Uh, he's uh, very old, and he's never had sex. Uh, 40-year-old virgin. Well done. Um, she's a lawyer, but she's stupid, and she's got... Uh, uh, what? Oh. Um, yeah. That nah, was three. Time. Yeah, not too I'm bad. I'm sorry, she's not stupid. Ditsy. Well, that she won the case. Get, that get to the blonde. Legally blonde, yeah. The blonde yeah she won bit, the yeah. case. Yeah, that was three. Well done, Josh. Right. Also, too, I know it was for the sake of um, the game, hmm. but 40's not really, really yeah, old. Yeah, really, really, know? really old. Really old. Like, I mean, old. you weren't that much, yeah, but yeah. you weren't that much oh. younger. So. Yeah. Uh, righty, Kelly, here we go. Three is the tally to beat. Ooh. Okay, we got okay. this. Okay, here we go, Kel. Follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. Wizard of Oz. That's the one. Uh Guy lives in the castle, he kidnaps a woman, she ends up falling in love with him, he's got a rose in a jar. Uh, brilliant beast. That's the one. Uh, Adam Sandler goes out with a girl a, a lot of times, for the first time every time. Oh, 50 first day. That's the one. Uh, he comes from another planet and all he wants to do is call home, but it'd be very expensive. E.T. That's the one. Uh, hey, hey, uh, hey, Jake Gyllenhaal, want to go camping with me and not tell anyone? Oh, wow! <laughs> Five. That was impressive, Kel. Josh, you were good, but not as good as Kel. Hey, stab. Oh, well done. Oh, there you go. Oh, well there done. We go. There we go. There we go. That's how we play the movie. <laughs> stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Tommy Little. Tommy Little. Tommy Little. Catch him from a three each afternoon here on B105. Uh, he's probably hung over because there was a birthday Happy celebration. Happy birthday for yesterday, Tommy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm, I'm still drunk. Surpri- surprisingly, I'm neither. No. I don't know if it's a sign of ageing, but my wild party last night consisted of having my family and my young nieces over for dinner, and they were gone by 8.30. Oh, that's brilliant, isn't Late it? Late night. Have cake early, yeah. off your pop. Yes, and I know speaking to you guys who start so early, mm. that's a pretty good night. <laughs> it's a perfect night. Yeah, you... like when you when you have people over, mm. does it tick past about eight o'clock and yep. you start, you know, yawning, tapping your watch and looking at the door and hoping they just get the hell out of your house? Yep. I always offer coffee, which is ridiculous, but I think that's like the sign up. Do you know what I mean? Well, would you like a coffee? It's kind of like, would you like a coffee before you won't go? And if you want, I could put it in a takeaway cup. Like that's sort of the sign <laughs> of it, end of a night. <laughs> The only person with a stash of takeaway cups at their house. <laughs> I always think a shower and putting your pyjamas on <laughs> is the yeah. signal. I That's do that. Subtle. I go, okay, we're all sitting at the table. And there's still there. I go, well, I'm going for a shower. That's great. And then no, if no one gets up, I will just go and, go and shower with 30. them. Yeah, yeah I mm. did. I mean, that was to fr- freshen up. <laughs> we ignore him and keep drinking, though. Yeah. So Yeah, I was going to say, that works with my family. It doesn't work with friends because I got to the point where I realized I could just go to bed. And I thought I had unlocked the key to happiness because I'm like, oh, well, I'm off to bed. And I realized after the AFL grand final that I had a party at my house. And I went, oh, well, I'm going to bed. I got up at seven in the morning and my mates were still sitting on my couch drinking. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They're like, we don't need you to party. Yeah, it's we- fine, mate. You've got a fridge full of booze. <laughs> I'm so impressed that you are taking up this. Like, you can swim a little bit, right? Uh, a month ago, I couldn't swim 50 metres. At all. Right. Okay. And now you're doing this challenge where you're going to be swimming. What's the distance? Uh, 92K. In the open Great. sea. In the open sea. It's from the UK to Belgium, and it's never been done before. I am part of a team, though. Yeah, yeah. So I need to let you know I'm not swimming the whole way by myself, but I tried my first open water swim on the weekend, 500 metres, guys, and I don't want to brag too much, but I saw a jellyfish, got scared, splashed about, so salt water went in my mouth. Mm. I skewed, and I came third last. Oh, well, it's well last. That's yeah. great. Mm. I know. It makes me think, how bad were the people who came Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they still tried. Yeah, what business did they have entering a swim if you can't beat me? Uh, yeah, well, you're, you're swimming in the North Sea. Do you have any... I'm sure they've told you this, but do you have any idea how cold the North Sea is? Like, that's, like, cold. Yeah, so, so I've been told the hypothermia is the main risk, mm. and so the water's around 10 degrees, and... Apparently, because it is a, a team event, you get to get in and do your stint, get out, and then it goes over about 50 hours. So you have to keep getting back in. Sure. But they said the worry is if hypothermia sets in in one of your legs, you actually don't have enough time to recover. 
before the next one. And if you're unable to get back in, you ruin the race for everyone. Right. Well, you're disqualified if one person doesn't get in. You can't do double for the next person. No, you can't make up time for no. your next person. And, and I'm doing it with swimmers who have swum their whole life. Oh, God. And it's a world record swim. <laughs> and oh my God. so I've, it's been made very clear to me <laughs> that it's not about me. Yeah. yeah, they must have been so excited when you put your head up for it. That's, right. That's why they rub you in that, uh, put your, cover you in Vaseline, Well, you've got to wear they? a wetsuit and then wear the Vaseline. Don't they rub some sort of gunk on you? Well, you're not allowed a wetsuit. It's oh. um, the, the rules of the channel. Are, you're only allowed Speedos, which is also a huge hurdle for me because I don't have the junk confidence to wear Speedos in public. No one does uh, in 10 degree water, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, I thought that was going to be my saviour. Yeah, yeah, true. I wouldn't do it no. in a sauna. <laughs> yeah, no, I once got naked at a strip club in Thailand and trying to convince those guys that, um, oh, you know, it was cold in the room. Can you convince those girls it was cold in the room? What a Freudian slip. The other problem you've got, I don't want to scare you, but did you see the uh, Winter Olympian that freezed his penis? Oh, my gosh, the cross-country skier, yes. You know what's, you know what's mad about him and mad about endurance athletes in general? Mm. So that, that guy, he froze his junk and um, he's worried about his reproductive health for the rest of his life as a result. Do you know it's the second time he's done it? Really? How did he, what did he do? The, did like, he, like the tongue on the bar when you're on the ski lift and you just like hold it up against it or something? <laughs> what did he do? No, it's just because it was so <laughs> exposed to the elements for too long. So Why was it exposed? He, no, it was, it was really, well, really cold and he was doing the, the, the decathlon one. But wouldn't you lose fingers as opposed to that? Same thing. You've you got gloves. Yeah, yeah but wouldn't so, it's, not, it's yeah. covered though. Wouldn't you put... It was that cold. Like, I get what we're saying, and it is a great idea. Dick gloves. Let's yes. Make <laughs> Tommy Little. We'll give you the finger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're also the narrator on First Date, which starts tonight on Channel 10. Uh, it's, a, it's a great show. I'm glad you're on board that, and we'll catch you this afternoon from 3, buddy. Love you guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Powerball. Welcome to tonight's Powerball. Powerball. Grandpa just gives me the remote after we watch the Powerball. This might be history making if one person wins 120 million tonight because mm. that's the most that one person would ever be able to win. Ever. Uh, they're saying that half of Australian adults are going to buy a ticket. If it jackpots, does yeah. it go up another 40 million? Well, they, it's not a set. That's how amount. many people. How many? I think they can decide whatever yeah. they want. They could double or nothing. You reckon, oh my God. God, imagine that. I mean, it'll go off tonight, I reckon. 140. Well, it's going to. The amount of people that have bought tickets. Oh, sorry. It's going to because we bought a syndicate. Uh, yeah. I went and asked people if they want to be in. It's quite interesting asking people around the workplace mm. because I had a couple of people. David Chirat, our newsreader, I asked him and he said, no, 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 no. I've already got one. I, d- I don't want to waste some money. I said, no worries. And he must have went back to his desk and then thought about it and went, Sliding doors moment. Uh, and he texts me, he goes, yeah. yeah, can you give me your bank details? And I was saying to him, I'm not covering anyone. It needs to be legit. You need to send exactly the right amount of money, take a screenshot mm-hmm. so that I know that you're in it. I sent you guys a photo of the ticket. Uh-huh. This is serious. Uh, you just don't want to end up on a current affair, do you? No, I don't want to end up in court where mm. I'm saying, no way, Stav's not getting the money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Objection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I sent the ticket because I do, I'm full disclosure, I do have a ticket with someone else. Oh, you syndicate. Who's the, who's the other person? Is that your husband? Or someone other than your husband? No, yeah. well, my husband will be in it, but a friend of mine, we had. she bought me a ticket, yeah. which is very nice, for a previous, and it won money, so then I bought another one. Oh, that's okay. I thought you were saying within our group at no, work, no, you no, and another work no, person no, had no. a breakaway. You don't, you've never met her. Do we have to disclose that if that's true? Well, Do you I, have a ticket with someone else? No. No, of course he doesn't. He, our he, boss he, he didn't want to go in with that. us. He didn't want to. No. Which is kind of good because, oh no, maybe it's bad, mm. because maybe... He knows everyone in our production team of B105 is in it, and he's the only one who's not. So maybe he's thinking, this is my chance to re-employ people I want here. <laughs> he would prefer to re-employ people than be a chance to win millions. He's sadistic uh, like that. <laughs> Do you only have the one ticket? I've got another one. Oh, God, See? look at you too. But it's with well, my you wife. You can get another one. Hmm. No, I'm sticking with the Cindo, man. We're Loyal. still sticking with the Cindo, Loyal. don't you yeah. understand? Mm-mm. See, but these other rules are that if you're we, allowed to. We split if you win. The, if the Cindo ticket wins, we split. And if the but other if, ticket wins, we split. No, right? no, we don't. No, if me and See? Esther win, I, we don't have to share nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will, but I don't have to. 
How much would Scotty you? and I had a fight about this, actually. We had a fight about a hypothetical about how we would tell you guys. They're the best want. fights. <laughs> and we were said that we'd invite you guys over because let's, let's be honest, we are all good friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were going to tell you that we'd won, but we were going to tell you that we had like paid off your mortgage. Oh. And then we had a fight about would we do it just to you two and how we would tell it, and then Scott would say it was his idea. And I was like, but it wasn't your idea, so don't lie to them. And we had this big fight about telling you, even no, no, though we no. hadn't won. Me and Stav are sitting there <laughs> drinking our Forex goals on the other side of the table, waiting for the argument to end so we can go, <laughs> are we getting our money? <laughs> What's happening? We were there going, you know, if they kill each other, we'll get more money. <laughs> hey, She's <Ads>. right. <laughs> get us, Scott. Okay, here's what we want to ask, because we do have Powerball tickets to give away. Yeah. Um, but we want to know if you have been in a Sindo. It's fraught. Um, no, it's not. But what it's are a Sindo drama. Like, could you imagine? And I want to hear from someone. And if you decided not to put in, and they won, mm. and even if it was just a few thousand, that would be mm. so annoying. Mm. Well, it's the the day you're away. The one day the ticket goes in is the day that you've mm. been sick mm. or you're on holidays. But if you've been in that syndicate for fifteen years in a workplace, and then there's one day for unforeseen circumstances that you're out. That would be that'd go to court. Oh, hundred. But I was taking the the thing so response like I, it was such a big deal because yeah. I was like, imagine if I've collected all the money and I forgot to get a ticket, and mm. how I'd have to tell you guys, or would I just pretend? Well, it'd be a it'd take you a long time to pay us all back one hundred and twenty million dollars. <laughs> that's for sure. You did also say you made a very big point of saying that you were going to buy the ticket at two twenty two because you bought it on Tuesday, the big two day. Yes. Yeah. And then you sent us a photo, and on the photo it you said that you purchased o'clock? the ticket at 3.25. So, if you're buying the app, mm. right, which I was going to go and buy at 2.22, set my alarm, everything, mm. there was a limit of $200. Now, we all put in $27.30 to buy the Powerball, so mm. we all bought a line. Yeah, right. So, it, it was $267 mm. was the ticket. Mm. I reckon it's a what? winner. Now, you've got an issue with it? Get off it. Well, I'll I'm pay just, you back your $24.30. that was going to be our magical thing. But she did try to do it. So the, I've the still got a screenshot of doing it because mm. I knew that there would be people like you in the Sindo. Mm. Guys, we haven't won the money yet. Can we please so... not fight? Can we wait until we're dividing up he's, our millions? He's not going to get the money until later. I'm going I'm to cash it and I'll transfer it to you when I'm ready. Okay, but I'll take the interest on No, that. you won't. <laughs> can, you ima- can you imagine <laughs> what it's going to be like oh, getting the money the from it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's in my account. Mm-hmm. Stav. Yeah, put down the vape. Yes. Or you don't get anything. <laughs> you know exactly. I hate you vaping. Yes, that's a good point. <laughs> what are we going to have to do to get our money? <laughs> Could you imagine? You guys have to kiss. <laughs> I don't. Easy. <laughs> done. <laughs> you start the transfer. All right, so 131060, if you've ever been in a Sindo, how has it gone wrong? Whether you've won $50 in it, you know, $100,000, it can be fraught with lots of danger. Yes. In Forest Lake, what's your Sindo story? I had a, a group of girls that used to work in an office together, and uh, one of the girls got post, what well, got sent, like she'd swapped jobs, and a new one came in. We used to use our birthdays, and the girl who left, it was her birthday that was the Powerball number. <gasps> no, but because you used the new girl's Powerball number. Her, her birthday, mm. yeah. Uh, and I bet you were really nice to the new girl. <laughs> oh, we were. <laughs> so, how much would you have won had you used the old girl? We would have got third division. Because oh. there was five of us. Mm. Nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. We always wondered about the birth dates. We were doing that for a while, weren't we? Mm. What's ours? Is it just a quick pick? I just did a quick pick, yeah. Okay. Uh, Is that all right? Yeah, no, perfect. Uh, Sam, you've got a ticket for tonight. Thank you. Darren, in Upper Mount Cravat, have you had Sindo trouble? Yeah, my my cousin um, had a Powerball with a friend, and my cousin said, I I don't want to be in it anymore. And next week, he won $3.4 million. No. <laughs> yep, yep. Did he give him any? No. No, he's not going to say no. He wanted to be out. All right, just check it. Yeah. Like, you might yeah. have gone have five grand. Why? You didn't pay the money for it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No, well, you guys. Yes, we, we're not. This sort of secret. Can't We've let people that. know if you're okay, not paying no, for the money, down. you're not in. It's all good. But if it's someone good. breaks up not with all you, good. you need to be rich with this attitude, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, tell, tell your analogy. If you're in a relationship uh-huh. and she breaks up with you, mm-hmm. she doesn't get the good bits of you because she decided she wanted to go. No, nah, he would still be is. standing around for anything that she, they... She gets half. How long have you been together? Is it hypothetical? Yeah. 75 years. 
<laughs> Amy in, in Wynnum, what's your Cindo story? Hey guys, um, I went, as, went into a syndicate with my ex-brother-in-law and um, he ended up, we ended up winning a couple of thousand, but he didn't actually give me any money for the ticket. Oh. <gasps> so you still split it with him? I did, yeah. I wonder legally if you, I guess you wouldn't have had to, would you, if he hadn't paid up? Did he pay you that money after you'd won to get his cash? He, yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course but I did. thought that was a bit of a, yeah, it was a bit of a jerk move. And but, that's why he's your yeah. ex-brother-in-law. Absolutely. Yeah, they're still together, but she divorced <laughs> him as a brother. <laughs> Good on you. Hey, Mark's on in Chermy. Mark, we're talking about those um, bad Cindo stories. Absolutely. Two chappies I used to work with years ago I used to play a footy tipping syndicate every week. And one of the boys decided one week he didn't want to pay the whole $1. Mm-hmm. And his mate won $11,000. Oh, my he God. did not share it with him. And the best bit is they had to work together side by side. Oh. And he still nice didn't give him money. It was great watching. Yeah, I'd bring in a really expensive lunch if I was the winner. <laughs> Ooh, got him. <laughs> Look at her over there with her wow. lobster. Look at her go. Yeah. Oh, my well, you, God. Mark, you've got a Powerball for tonight as well. Good luck. Woohoo! Woohoo. All right, if any of you win, we expect a share in it. Thank you very yes, much. like we said. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Powerball. Welcome to tonight's Powerball. Powerball. Grandpa just gives me the remote after we watch the Powerball. Come on, it's an exciting dream when you go... 120 million, one person could win that tonight, and everyone sort of goes, Oh, what would I do? Mm-hmm. Who would I give it to? It, it, how would I go into work? Yeah. I was speaking to one girl yesterday, and she said that she would come into work mm-hmm. just to have one on ones with every single person and tell them what she really thinks of them. Wow. That would be exciting. Were you yeah. talking to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> it was a friend. Uh, uh-huh. you know, they say money can't buy you happiness, but I've never seen a sad person on a yacht. <laughs> and that nope. is just the way that it is. That is true. So we've got uh, Powerball tickets to give away. We just wanted you to tell us on 131060 what's your quitting speech? If you thought about it, and look, you can change your name. Yeah. You can just say to your boss, oh, that was just a bit of fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, Rob, you've got a ticket Morning. from us. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Now that ticket wins. What do you call your boss and say the very next morning? Oh, no, no, no. You don't call him. You, the, the secret here is you don't want to let him know really what's going on. It's it's the work version of the old, it's not you, it's me sort of speech. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you don't want him to know you've won 120 mil. He'll no, come up here. Yeah. He's the last person to know. That's good. Go on in. Oh, mate, I'm sorry. Oh, this isn't working out. Yeah. Would you be petty <laughs> enough, knowing that you had 120 million, to still make them cash out your holiday leave? Oh, that's your entitlement. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Australian yeah. way. You're not going to give up that. No. I'd even take a little bit of sick leave and just be <laughs> sick for a oh, week. Oh, that's a good idea. Stress leave for a month. <laughs> you could buy I the... stress. How am I going to spend my money? With 120 million, though, you could buy the business and sack your boss. Whoa, yeah, but... Stab, is that, is that your dream? No, I was talking to Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Back in Zilmere. <laughs> You've got a Powerball Hello. ticket. Hey, what's your, uh, what's your sort of speech? How do you do with work? Well, there's no secret with me, but I would be calling up, telling her that it's an emergency as I swallowed a ball, and it's the power ball, so I have to resign because it's a very long recovery. (laughs) (laughs) Solid. I like it. Melissa and Green Bank, uh, we're going to buy you a power ball ticket for tonight, but what's your speech tomorrow morning when you win? Oh, there's no speech. I'll let them know today that I won't be in tomorrow. (laughs) You can let them know today before the Powerball gets drawn. (laughs) Look, my hopes are high. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone's having that conversation with, like, don't Uh, buy one. I've already won it. Just so you know. And they're saying half of Australian adults. That's insane. That's crazy. Uh, I love that people say they'd still work, but your attitude would be so obvious that Mm. you'd won the money. Yeah, when you're double parking everyone in in your Lamborghini. I'd still work. Okay. I don't reckon... By myself, obviously. Would you Thanks, guys. <laughs> well, what would you do different? What would I do? Nothing. I'd just come in and do the job. <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> you've got a Powerball ticket. Give us your speech, my friend, when you quit tomorrow morning. Maybe. Uh, not really a speech. I'd be respectful and thank them for the time and the opportunity and yeah. then park across the driveway of the business and take my embroidered 
shirt off with the company name and, and dance with it shirtless off of my car. <laughs> we would have a strip routine there, Tyler. <laughs> yep, good one. <laughs> I want a lot of people to win because I want to see this played out across Brisbane tomorrow. <laughs> well, the it's more just the, the fun. Even get. If, yeah, if yeah. everyone loves their job, it's just that dream of going that you don't have to. Mm. Yeah. Uh, alrighty, Emma and Kalanga, congratulations. You've got yourself a Powerball ticket. Yay. Hey, what are you going to say to work? I'm going to tell them, see you, suckers. I'm now living the dream. <laughs> it's to the point. One of the guys at work always tells me he's living the dream. So uh, Yeah, yeah, but you truly are. Now, just, just to confirm, you had an S on the end of that uckers then, right, at the beginning, sorry? It was suckers, yeah. S-U-S- yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Yesterday, mm. I um, did something I've never done before, and that is a teleconference with a doctor. Oh, yeah. I had to do one of those. Mm. Yeah. So I hardly ever go to the doctor. Hey, going to the doctor. I usually just stay sick for about six weeks and then okay. go, yeah, should go to the doctor. Mm. Mm. Have a cough at the moment. Um, which I get from my allergies and whenever there's storms and stuff, it like flares up because I get like a little bit of asthma. So I thought oh, I better go to the doctor. I've done the Rona tests, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, but they made me for the first time ever do it over the phone. And that was because I hadn't been to the doctor this year yet, which I found very strange. Right. Mm. They were like, if you'd been in already this year, we'd let you in again. Oh. So you have to do a telehealth. It's so I haven't been to a GP for a couple of years ever since mm. the pandemic because of the temporary Medicare scheme, mm-hmm. which means they're allowed to. It's yeah. just, I sort of think it's the same as remember um, a lot of takeaway stores were allowed to do BYO even though they didn't have yeah, a license. Yeah, a temporary alcohol. license. Yeah. yeah. So and they were going to cancel it, but mm. they've extended it because of the start of this year, right. which mm. means you're allowed to speak to them and they're supposed to bulk bill. So that's why I do it over the phone, even though if I can go in, I go. Can I do it? No, I had to pay. Did you? Yeah, yeah I had to pay. Why did you have to pay? I don't know. Not as pretty as you, probably. No, well, they're supposed to be bulked billed. Mm. Did you say it was... Yeah. They just rang and asked me to pay, and I was like, yeah, okay, here's my credit card. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't ask any questions. But it was the weirdest experience because some two things happened that never happened. First one was that um, she was early. You know, you go oh, to the doctor and yeah, you always yeah, run yeah. She rang me 15 <laughs> minutes early, and I was I was driving at the time because I was ex- going to be home at 11.30. I was like, that's when I'll do the mm. call. So she rang me early, and I was like, this never happens in the doctors. What the hell's going on? It's awkward, isn't it? Like, it really is awkward speaking to a doctor over the phone. Like, you're trying to do small chat, and you're like, but I don't normally do the small chat in a doctor's surgery. Well, I actually found, and this is what I thought was weird, she went to 15 minutes on the dot, right? right like, right, yeah. bang on the dot. Mm. Yep. And the thing that she told me was the same that they tell me all the time, use Pulmacort, which is a, an inhaler that I've got. Uh, it's a bit of a steroid thing or whatever. But we worked that out in the first four and a half minutes of the thing. Mm. But then she just kept on talking mm. she and thought, repeating herself. That's because she wanted to charge. Well, this <laughs> is the thing I couldn't work out. I was like, And I was on the other end of the phone doing the, yep, all right, all right. sounds all right. great, too easy, yeah. thank you so much. Fantastic. You, Appreciate it. Did you have to cut on you? Uh, no. It's no. weird, is it? Because it's like, I, what are you... I did have to hold my phone up to my chest so she could... No, you did <laughs> Well, when they do bulk bill for the kids, they <laughs> can't do it unless the kid's there. Right? Oh, really? Right. So, Finney, we, I, I had to get an appointment for him, mm-hmm. and he was on Fortnite, and I had to prove that he was there. I was oh. like, can you just say hi to the doctor? He's like, no! He's in the middle of a video game. Yeah, so I had to like hold it up and just say, and he goes, yep. I was like, that's... Mm. Proof. And then... You should get the doctor on Fortnite. Then he'd chat to him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then after we'd worked that out, there was still like five minutes left. Yeah. So she started going back through other stuff. Oh. That was like way old. And I, she's like, have you checked up on that? I'm like, yep, yep, that's good. And then, not a joke, at 14 minutes and 50 seconds, she goes, okay, great. Well, I'm sending through the script now. Have a good day. Bang, 15 minutes hung up. It was like she was watching the time. I reckon she would have put a time yeah, out. She, but, yeah, you she know, had to play the news. Just, just, just a heads up, if you do them, doctors, yeah. we're happy to get off mm. early. Mm. All right? Mm. Just be done with it. Brisbane wakes up with Stav, Abby, and Matt on B105.